to positions of hopelessness and helplessness. The government gives them the drugs, builds bigger prisons, passes a three-strike law, and then wants us to sing God Bless America. No, no, no. Say something, I think I got you. It's the Goth Socialist Podcast for Wonderful Women. Okay, yeah. PDA T4. Sound checks work. <laughs> okay, well, hello everyone. Merry Christmas. Happy Kwanzaa. Jewish Tonica. <laughs> and the hey, rest. Happy Jewish Hanukkah, everybody. Um, this is our <laughs> annual Christmas episode. And I know what you're thinking. This is, hey, this is one of those dirt bag left podcasts we're gonna do like a christmas like a fucking teleplay where it's you know like the e-boy is the the grinch or something and it's gonna have all this production well fuck off because here fuck fuck off at pda uh we have depression or something i don't know i feel like shit i don't feel like working this week i didn't even do why you mad i don't feel like booking a guest i don't feel like reading a book i figured we would just bullshit about what's going on uh mostly in the internet because the internet's real bad vibes right now and uh you know this is a comedian podcast if you want the news you can fuck off and go listen to the dig or something um anyway that should be our catchphrase you know how we have like a hard time opening the show yeah <laughs> you can <laughs> fuck, fuck off and listen to news do another podcast <laughs> check out the dig <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i've heard great things here's our show <laughs> um anyways whoever's still here listening whoever has not turned off the podcast by now welcome and settle it <laughs> yeah welcome to the world of pain yeah yeah, holiday Bitch. pain. Depressing you're right, you're just... holiday pain in between Christmas and New Year's. The week where you just stay inside a lot and eat leftovers. Sad. It's just time. you, you you're this? alone in a room, and across the other side of the room, there's a giant baby New Year, and he looks mad as hell. Yeah. And what happens between the two of you, that's going to be this podcast by the end of the hour. Yeah. 2021. Big baby 2021. He's already shit his pants. Oh, something we should get out of the way up front is, uh, again, I mean, you can never see this, but Anders is broadcasting from a pitch black uh, closet because he's in a motion censored light. (laughs) Some fans of... Some fans of the pod have remarked that I'm not uh, goth enough for the brand, so I'm trying to make up for it by pod potting in the dark. That's literally. a that's a cool affectation to just be like constantly. It just turns entirely black wherever you are. That's yeah. pretty cool. That's spooky. It's a power. Should like we that. turn off our good, lights? I can turn. Would off that be a good superpower? Not if you can just like turn the lights off in any room. But you can't manipulate electricity in other ways, but you can just like um, dark 
cloak yourself in darkness at any time you want. Well, I guess uh, I'm back. No, it wouldn't be next. That no, sucks. <laughs> okay, it's like one of those where like the guy says he can turn. It's like the guy in Mystery Man says he can turn invisible. It's not really invisible. He just turned the lights off. He can so actually. No one. Can yeah, he could actually do that though. That's if true. You tell Mitchell. The movie. Well, no, the guy, the uh, Cal. Yes, Cal. Cal. He did it. His career is invisible. You know what I'm saying? Oh. Hello. Hey. <laughs> right. That's why he. Looks no, like he's sit. Show. He's sitting there right next to Keenan on SNL every night. You just don't see him. Yeah. He's completely <laughs> naked. <laughs> yeah. Hey, if you want entertainment news, turn off the dig, and turn on Pod Damn America. That's right. The anti Kel Mitchell podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Talk soup in audio form. Do you guys remember like when when Keenan and Kel was a show? It just seems so clear to me that Kel was the star, and it was all going to be about Kel. And what happened? It's the Keenan show from now on. I feel like we've talked Maybe. about this before. He, I didn't have cable, but I remember Good Burger coming out, and uh, you know, all I'm saying is one was larger than the other physically, and so it's possible that one. What are you saying? Cannibalism. <laughs> yeah no they're like twins in a womb keenan thompson with kel yeah keenan thompson consumed kel mitchell before they were birthed Mm -hmm. their proper hollywood birth and And gained his courage he has no idea that there's just a whole other little guy inside of him a little guy it gave him the power to be in the new grinch i guess I kind of wanted to talk about this Wonder Woman movie because I, I like half watched it with like a roommate the other day, and uh, you know, I mean, it's bad. We don't have to do like a proper podcast walk through the plot, especially because since none of us can, I think I half watched it. Anders, you said you watched the beginning. You guys both are pitch black now. It's very scary. <laughs> That's right, Jake. <laughs> I'm listening from the dark. <laughs> and it turns it turns black in Jake's room. He's like, "What? What just happened?" Oh, I'm gonna do it too. Hold on, <laughs> Anders, use your powers. We said we're dumb. Okay, <laughs> I can do it virtually. There it is. Nice. So no, we're actually the perfect panel to discuss Wonder Woman because we have every spectrum of having watched the movie from none to ten minutes to the whole movie. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I kind of half watched the whole movie though. I don't really understand the plot, <laughs> but it's it's the same as all the rest of the movies. There was like a stone, you know. They have to get a stone, and then oh, she- I hate when I have to get a stone. <laughs> there was Is there like anything worse? A love interest and shit. It was fucking stupid, but uh, it was pretty funny because everybody's fucking arguing about it. And the only, the only thing I do know about it is that um, it has like. Because Wonder Woman is like is is like an Israeli IDF thing now, which we could talk about a little bit. It has these like really coded sequences. Like there's this scene where there's like four children that are playing soccer and like uh, just a, on the side of the highway in like a desert, and then somebody launches a missile and Wonder Woman like jumps on top of the missile and rides it to get to the children to like save them. And uh, some guy on Twitter was saying, like, this is, like, in direct reference to this IDF bombing of, like, four Palestinian children who were playing soccer, <laughs> which, like... Where someone rode a missile? 
Well, no. In reality, they <laughs> just killed them with the missile, but I guess the movie is supposed oh. to be retconning it to where, like, she actually surfed on top of the missile but, and saved those yeah. children. They had no... They were all <laughs> out of airplanes and helicopters. They didn't have any other forms of transportation. She had no other choice. Well, yeah. this is why we they need we need to be giving them more money is because if they could develop a woman to ride the missile, these things wouldn't be happening. <laughs> yeah. So, like... I don't. That kind of sounds like a wacko, but uh, apparently in real life, Gal Gadot like applauded that attack. She's like, "Yes, good, kill the children and shit." So, <laughs> you know, four or less kites. Either way, and then it's the other the other thing I noticed in between like playing Hades or whatever and looking at the screen was that she, uh, at the end of the movie, there's this like something it's the stone France wishes or something, and the evil guy who's like a white guy. He fucking takes the stone and he's like, I'm going to let everyone in the world grant their wishes and then I'm going to eat the stone or something. Some bullshit like that, right? Don't eat the stone. We need that. There's a a sequence where like around the globe, all these people are like, I wish my mom was still alive. And then some guy in like Ireland is like, I wish the troubles never happened. And then like, you know, (laughs) somebody in like South Africa is like, I wish I don't know. And then, but then it cuts to this. Real quick, Which apartheid would never end. There's yeah. <laughs> real quick. There's someone just in a blown out Middle Eastern like bunker house thing, and they wish for nuclear weapons, and it cuts real fast. But it's like, wait a minute, was that supposed to be like Hamas or something? <laughs> they were. <laughs> was it bad that they were wishing for some nukes? Guy. <laughs> Doesn't matter who. What matters is it could be anyone. <laughs> And then, so I mean, how do you get out of that situation? That sounds pretty tough for Wonder Woman. Here's the third thing that happened in the movie, and this thing I liked, and then I'll I'll, I'll see the floor to debate about the movie. It, I so it's really bad, but then it, like third act, mini boss, not the main fight. I don't think like this the prelude to the main fight. Maybe it was the main fight. Okay, there's like a, a Kristen Wiig character who just yes. turns into a. A jellicle cat, like from what the cats. Oh, she's a bad guy. Well, she takes some DNA thing that like turns her half like tiger or something, and so she becomes fast. Is she Chitara? I guess I don't know if that's in the from same the Thundercats. Thundercats crossover. Is that DC? Are they allowed to do that? I don't know. I think she's just a cat. Uh, I think it. They might have bought the the rights to it. I mean, and I that think would they may own Thundercats, going... and that Thundercats is coming out soon, and we have to watch Thundercats and tell people it's for liberals. Oh, okay. Well, well if they're going for like an '80s thing, then it would make sense to sort of ape Thundercat Thundercats. It's owned by WB. Oh, right, because um, it's set in the '80s. Yeah. Well, anyway, that part yeah. was cool because she kills the cat, which I thought was very funny. She like she puts on this golden armor, and then she like grabs the cat. And jumps down into the water with her, and then like she drowns. <laughs> so the climax of the movie is she drowns a cat person. Meow. That part was cool. So the movie's not entirely. I've bad. often noticed. I mean, this is a trend I think for most superhero things. The mini boss before the final boss usually the coolest part. Yeah, it was much cooler. Yeah, I mean, okay, so I. I like Wonder Woman as a character. What, so what I don't get before we get into it too much is, and we could spoil this. Yeah, you uh, can tell us here. We're all in yet. pitch blackness. Yeah. Chris Pine, in the last movie, he exploded in an airplane. How does he survive that? Is he frozen? Does he, does she, like, those molecules reassemble through magic? Or, like, how the fuck does that work? 
I have no idea. Out. I didn't see the first part of the movie. <laughs> all right he just shows up i have to i have a question for you so you saw the first 10 minutes of this movie and you seem genuinely interested in the subject matter why didn't yeah, you just I, finish the movie i was we were at uh my girlfriend's aunt's house and we had to leave because she had to go to bed oh okay that's a good reason and we had to drive yeah i but thought I, maybe I wonder woman I thought maybe Wonder Woman like broke character and you were like, she would never do that. <laughs> Diana would never do that. I can't watch this. It's I inaccurate. Mean, <laughs> well, I, if it, the character was like, I, I saw the first. Did you guys see the first one? No, no, because it took place in World War One. And from the concept, that's I was like, awesome. that's the fucking dumbest idea I've ever heard. <laughs> I mean, I'm biased again there because I'm a World War One head, but uh in general, though, I think um, it's a Wonder Woman's a great character, and it doesn't have to be. It's unfortunate that it has been sort of um, they've laundered in sort of a Zionist ideology to it. Well, yeah, because I, I think we were talking about this maybe before the show started a little bit, but like the original comic book character Wonder Woman is crazy in origin because the the writer who created it had was in like a like a polyamorous relationship and the mm-hmm. character wonder woman is based on was like their unicorn like second third girlfriend or whatever that they just like lived with and fucked and had like a crazy 50s swinger key party lifestyle with <laughs> so it's it could have been crazy this right. could be like a crazy weird filthy fucking raunchy you know i don't know and due to the time, I mean, the kind of bracelets you wear back then as part of a sex couple, uh, those will give you cancer down the road. They didn't find that out until the 60s, but you can't just wear bracelets that hard. Yeah. <laughs> that lasso of truth was it was just radiation from 1950s. It doesn't get anyone to tell the truth. It just it's giving them cancer. also gives you cancer. Yeah. You're just covered in cancer. Oh. <laughs> Everything about Wonder Woman. I mean, it's funny. Because she actually does utilize the lasso to, you know, kick ass. Whereas in a lot of the comics, it's literally just to make people tell the truth. It's like a plot device thing. It can only do one thing. It just makes you tell the truth. Right. And I do appreciate that in the movie. But I'm not sure how I feel about the fact that it takes place over the course of, you know, a, a century her, her, this, I guess, trilogy now, or her whole span as a character. I kind of think that it makes more sense if you're doing a comic book movie in the modern era. To, I mean, I like, I like period pieces, so I'm, I'm conflicted there. But um, the thing that I feel like it could be and be better and be, you know, uh, unproblematic in our view is if you know um, the the island that she's from is in the Mediterranean. Uh, Themyscira, which is, I guess, close to Israel, kind of, but really it's close to Greece. And she's supposed to be, and according to some versions, she's like the daughter of Zeus. She has like godlike uh, powers. She is a god uh, in the ancient Greek like sense. Like the kind of the conceit of the comics is that that was real, that shit. And we don't know that it wasn't, you know, the ancient Greek we religion. We don't maybe, know that it wasn't. <laughs> maybe that was real. And they have an actual island of gods and goddesses. And that's where she comes from. Um, and I think if they did like a modern version of it, this would have been a better uh, take on it. Is if me. they did a 21st century version of it. 
and had her uh, fighting on behalf of Syriza. Um, oh. So she would be taking on the EU. You could have her her alter ego like get a job in Brussels doing some bullshit, and she just like puts Angela Merkel in a chokehold and lets her people be free. You know, she's fighting EU bankers and bureaucrats. I think that would be a better premise. Yeah, no, well, it would be a better better premise for you. I don't think <laughs> yeah. it'd be a better premise for like the international millions of. <laughs> like comic book pee pants who want to watch I, this fucking thing. <laughs> I think it would be because if, you know, if you're taking the roots of the character seriously, that's it, it comes as we've discussed on our uh, Red Sun episode. A lot of the DC Comics characters come out of a um, social justice New Deal era sort of popular front tradition. Um, yeah, I mean, no, I think that if you did make Anders' Greek version of Wonder Woman, the people that like this movie wouldn't even fucking notice, you know? Yeah. It'd be fine, because it's not as though there's a sophisticated understanding of, like, the underlying politics of World War One and then, like, the Reagan years or whatever that are happening in the other movie and then this movie. This movie, there's, like, a fucking fake Ronald Reagan in it and shit, and he's not even talking about neoliberal shit or whatever he's just it's just like good job wonder woman you did it. you <laughs> saved the day or whatever oh god it fucking sucks so i think wonder you know, woman we need you to tear down the wall it's your last chance wonder woman you could it's like call of duty black ops yeah basically i think that you you could subtly remake this movie with kind of better politics and then also Keep it, yeah, like New Deal style, right? And uh, also just keep her like in her origin, you know, what she is is a thinly coated, like fetish character. Have you ever seen those? uh, This is you see this on Twitter a lot, these weird random illustrations. They're like really well illustrated of like a woman with just like a huge ass that's like sitting on, you know, 30 guys. I can't, there's like a specific weird comic book illustrator that does this. That's what Wonder Woman should be in the movies. Just put it directly back to what, you know, she was dreamt of to begin with. So, uh, over sexualized, (laughs) disgusting Greek, um, like freedom Greek, needless to say i think anyway <laughs> and the reason i say that is because i think a lot of people would argue well these movies can't they you know they're gonna make them into propaganda no matter what right um yeah which is weird because like we were just saying this all this idf stuff was just tacked onto wonder woman like four years ago when they made the original uh movie um but also so check this out. I was thinking about this today because I was arguing with all these people on the internet and they're like, you just don't like the movie because it's sexist or whatever or because you're sexist. And, uh, yeah, because you hate... You because it's it sexist, sexy. that's right. You just that's said why it. I don't like it. You just said it. You wish it had sexier ladies. I do. Who sat on you. <laughs> um, <laughs> but like, I on some level, I wanted to argue with people and go like, look, I just don't like superhero movies because they're all like propaganda like this is so clearly like pentagon bullshit with the you know the killing the palestinian kids and stuff like that but then check this out right another movie came out this year a dc movie called birds of prey right and birds of prey was fucking tight i don't know if either of you guys watched it but it had none of Not the yet. propaganda in it at all it was just about like harley quinn eating sandwiches and fucking fighting weird businessmen and shit and like all right. the themes were just about like friendship. Like it had nothing to do with 
Warp. It was marketed towards a London audience because they were birds. Who are these birds? Oh. That's what they call women over there. That's true. That's, and that's what they call women over there. And that's what I'm saying. Anyway, no, it did sound like a much better movie. We did an episode on this a million years ago uh, with Raghav, but the CIA like will directly pay people to <laughs> change the movies. So that's how they all end up like this. Yeah. No. Yeah. When I there's some like Joker is, uh, you know, I would say that was subversive or. Uh, I mean, in retrospect, I think the Dark Knight stuff was reactionary. Oh, yeah. I don't think this is an unpopular opinion, but is anyone else just tired of watching the superhero movies? (laughs) (laughs) Even for the hot takes, just like, I don't want to see any more of them. I mean, yeah, I'm even like, I grew up reading comic books all the time, and even I'm like, I don't really feel like watching these most of the time. I do want to finish Wonder Woman, but generally... I bet I'd like it. I like all kinds of shit (laughs) that is... On purpose, made by the military. That I uh, Top Gun, fantastic. Yeah, Top Gun's great. <laughs> I, you know, a if bunch anything, of people, they should make Wonder Woman more like Top Gun. They should make female Top Gun. Honestly, that'd be a great fucking movie, and it would be oh, neoliberal trash. Reboot, reboot. Yeah, yeah. Dude, make a girl Top Gun because I mean the movie. It's a fucking alley oop. It would be like, insanely a- propaganda to make a Top Gun in the year 2020 that's like young ladies join up and fucking bomb the shit out of Afghanistan or whatever (laughs) but I bet it would be a good movie it would probably be at least fun it would be called Top and or Bottom Gun and it's just like a Top and or Bottom Gun (laughs) it rolls off the tongue well I think that was the the, (laughs) everyone buy a ticket to Top and or with a slash Bottom Gun (laughs) That was the joke in the first Top Gun, though, right? Because they were gay. Right. And that they all wanted to top, famously. None of them wanted to bottom because they're closeted. I see. Well, they were also. I remember hearing apparently when Top Gun came out, there was just a surge in dudes joining the the Navy specifically. And uh, I remember hearing that. And then this is like when I was uh like 18 i was working at a restaurant and i had this boss who was just a just the biggest dick i have ever worked for he would just like scrutinize everything i did and like tell me you know i was mopping the wrong way and he learned how to mop from the navy and then i did the math and he definitely was in like that generation (laughs) of people oh no probably joined because of top gun he had a lot of anger to work out (laughs) his career in the navy did you know in top gun they showed like a you know how they do like screenings of movies to to like market test them before they kind of make the final cut they showed a cut of the movie that didn't have everything in it and all the audience members said that it was like they were like i don't understand the movie because these two guys are clearly gay but they like never resolve the story between them and they were like they're not the people that made the movie they were like they're not supposed to be gay and they're like the audience is going oh yeah no this is a gay movie and so that's why they like wrote in the the love story and like the sex scene with the full of food and shit is because they were like they're how to counteract this just de facto like accidentally gay movie they made for oh, what movie? So they filmed all the stuff uh retroactively with uh what's her name i, yeah, I think so yeah that's the story wow so who first... was supposed to be gay uh 
Iceman and Tom Cruise? Well, they just made a movie about these fucking fighter pilots beefing with each other and then playing volleyball. And then they yeah. like showed it to an audience. And the audience was like, why'd you show us this like gay movie? <laughs> and also, why didn't they ever address it? And then the fucking screenwriter was like, they're not gay. Oh shit! We better add a sex scene with a woman. <laughs> to, like, and they're cool guys yeah. who like living together on a boat. <laughs> um, no, I forgot you were talking about Top Gun for a second. I was like, "What movie is this? Is this going to be like the original draft of Call Me by Your Name was too vague? <laughs> they <just made laughs> and they had to redo it to be like, just to be clear, they are gay. They're not just friends. What if they made? Look, he fucked a peach. They should they should make fighter jet uh call call me by your name. Like Interesting. Call me Go by the other way with it. Even less women. <laughs> yeah. Call me by your call sign, you know. Ah. There you go. Oh, here's my question about the all-female Top Gun remake. We're going to make a lot of money off this, which is good. I'm wetting my beak and I'm dipping it into the water and I'm taking a sip. But um, here's the thing. If we're switching things up, we're changing the genders, we're seeing who's in the planes now, it's women. Um, You can't have a volleyball scene because people are going to want to see women play volleyball and you can't give them what they want because they're they're pigs. So what what masculine game are the women going to play to kind of turn it on its head? Air hockey? You got it backwards. So the original Top Gun is straight men playing gay volleyball the like the gayest coded sport i guess um so in female top uh, gun it's they play is pretty gay they sure but it's who asked you beside the point my point being that you have to invert this when you make girl top gun and they have to play a lesbian sport so that hockey everyone knows is uh softball I think or field soccer. Or rugby. They're, rugby. They're playing field hockey on a on an aircraft carrier. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's no. either field hockey or rugby. No, it's not. It's not what you would think. It's not like the most fucking aggro. I mean, I'm sure that like there are lesbians who play like fucking you know UFC fighting and then like rugby and shit like that. But for some reason, there's tons of lesbians in like uh, softball and soccer. I think is what it is. I don't know why. It's, I, we should definitely ask a, a lesbian about this, but I know this from like having friends that are lesbians and stuff. Where they go like, oh, yeah, soccer. It's like a big punchline. Like, right, but know. I think soccer, I think of women in general. I don't specifically think of lesbians. Softball, you have me there. I, I see lesbians playing I just softball. Think my dad used to play softball. I don't know if that's... Softball. I just think that's a, an old people. I remember someone was tweeting. And Anders, it's time you face it. Your dad is a lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> you can't keep putting this off forever. He loves women. <laughs> That's how he made you. There was someone complaining on uh, online that they play baseball and they're an adult. And everyone asks them, uh, you, wait, you play baseball, not softball? And they, they get mad at that because they assume it's because they're um, right. not a cis man that they can't play baseball but to me that's just like i don't know any it's surprising that an adult uh would would play baseball recreationally that seems like it's <laughs> right it's, well it's, it's like the worst sport. football yeah it is it's boring and you don't if you're not getting paid you might as well do the easier version you know it's like to me that's like playing tackle football as a grown-up you know yeah. who's not in any sort of league you just or it's in a recreational league. I don't know if you've done so. that, but it is a disaster. Yeah, everyone's throwing <laughs> their back out at, and shit. 
Yeah, people like pop their collarbones just for yeah. like a Saturday afternoon. It's nuts. It's a bad idea. Remember when you popped one of your teeth out or something? I right? do remember well, when I popped touch. one of my teeth out. We were playing comedian touch football in uh-huh. 2016. And I, again, I am not very coordinated. So I am getting more physical with people than I need to. I'll be the first person to admit that. I may have pushed Pete Liddell and then found out he was on my team later. But. <laughs> After that, I went to go catch a ball and then tripped and fell into the back of uh, famously big dick comedian Joseph Roberts' head and uh, knocked my teeth clean out of my head. And everyone looked at my face and screamed until I was rushed from the field to an emergency dentist and they got the teeth back in. And the point is, football is a fun game. You got your teeth knocked out? Yeah, and that was two in touch. Yeah, dude, I'll send you the pictures right now. It's nuts. Is that why you have like it's a really kind of bad? A, you have, a, but you have like a good, you have good teeth, you have a good smile. Oh, good they, I mean, they like so they weren't knocked all the way out. They were like snapped at the nerve, oh. like oh. 180 degrees back into my oh. head, but not all the way out. God, <laughs> God damn, dude! People were just screaming. It was crazy. <laughs> oh yeah, it's like saved on my phone for some reason. <laughs> That's horrible, man. Snapped at the nerve. Think about that sentence all day today. Ouch. I'm sending you a text right now. Okay. Yeah. I think the it's got to be... That's what... I, I mean, I do think that one day the NFL is going to become two-hand touch. Uh, but they're going to still like I said, have teeth being snapped out at the nerve. That would be funny. I do not think that. No? But you think it's going to remain funny. tackle forever? Yeah, I don't think people will watch it if it's two-hand touch football. <laughs> I mean, two-hand touch football is not fun to watch. If there's nothing else on, oh my god, no Alex! Other <laughs> Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ, dude! Uh, yeah, I was like in a real bad mood for the rest of the week, and I couldn't figure out why. And I was like, oh, because of the blunt trauma in my head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bet. Holy shit! It- it is weird about serious injuries like that. Like, uh, we'll make that because the photo for the episode. Please do. I want everyone <laughs> to see it. Um, enjoy this this terrible picture of me. If you if you damage yourself in a way that like severs a nerve, you don't feel anything. Oh, that's good at least. So I didn't know something was wrong until people started screaming. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I actually had a not as severe of an injury, but um, a, a dental situation myself. When I was 11, I was at uh, Shakespeare camp. And Flex! My friend and I, <laughs> me and my friend were uh, doing a dance, and we knocked teeth, and the uh, lower half of my right front tooth just shattered. Um, and I, So I chipped it, uh, and mm-hmm. I had to get it capped. And then I was talking with my uh, uncle on the phone about it. And he was like, I heard you chipped your tooth. Did you get in a fight? I was like, uh, no, I was at Shakespeare camp. And he's like, oh, was it like a, <laughs> was it like a sword fight? And I was like, no. And he's like, oh, well, you, was it like a kissing scene or making out with a chick? <laughs> yeah, you snapped a tooth. <laughs> this is your lesbian like, dad. No. <laughs> <laughs> Go to dance with my friend who is a boy, <laughs> which is fine. Yeah, it's a good way to chip your tooth. Wow, <laughs> you've been fighting the patriarchy for so long. Yeah, 
Seriously, I would have watched. And that's the why the, your out. Wonder Woman opinions are first and foremost on the podcast, in my opinion. That's why the character yeah, Iceman yeah. snaps his teeth like that in the movie Top Gun, it's to show off that he. To show off. If just try and kiss me, just try. Get over here and try to kiss me. I'll snap my own tooth in half. Look how strong my teeth are. Did you know that they like dentistry until like fifty years ago or some shit? They used to. Uh, rip out people's like entire sets of teeth and just make them dentures, and they were like twenty-three. Yeah. <laughs> just completely unnecessary. Uh, I did know that, and I think it's cool. <laughs> it's and they give weird. you wooden teeth. I read the book "Love in the Time of Cholera" during the quarantine. At, you know, just as like the bit, but also because I wanted to read it because I heard it was good. And the guy in the book just there's one chapter. He's like, yeah. Then I had all my teeth ripped out, and I. Had the dentures made because I think it's cool. It was just a weird part of the story where he's like, <laughs> it, "It was the style at the time." It was literally it was the style at the time. <laughs> it's yeah. like, think of how how much more hardcore that is than getting grills, having all of your teeth <laughs> ripped out of your head. That's <laughs> yeah. so crazy. I mean, I guess you might as well if you know they're all going to go rotten. You might as well do them all at once. Right? What's well, awfully fatalistic? Oh, you think? I mean. I mean, back then, you're, you know, everything was rotting in the body. Yeah, but Not, did you do that I don't know about any this, other Anders. part of the body? You know, did you go, well, I'm going to get syphilis. Might as well have my dick ripped off and then... Might as well have my dick ripped off and replaced with wooden dick. <laughs> <laughs> I guess maybe not every other part, but teeth. But teeth, like you did, they didn't brush, they didn't floss, they didn't know about You got to floss. You got to. Not too hard. You have to floss. I don't know. Maybe this is anything. Did you guys? Did you guys watch Tenet? I watched Tenet. No. No, I didn't watch Tenet. I've heard uh, not so good. Is it? Well, I mean, it's. Did you like Inception? No, couldn't follow it. Then don't watch it. Okay. <laughs> it's the same thing. It's really annoying in my perspective. It's like a movie made by a guy who's like the whole time. The narrative is just like I'm trying to trick you. Hey, I'm trying to trick you. I'm doing. I'm. You can't even understand the premises movie because I'm so smart and you can't follow it. But it's trust me, it's really good. If you knew what this movie was about, it'd be so good. I mean, you don't, <laughs> yeah. but I made it. I'm really smart. Yeah, ah, it's over. It's been two and a half hours. No, that's the way I felt with it. It's just I'm too dumb for this. I'm sorry. Was it? But it's also like years. a dumb person's version of smart, where it's like that's exactly confusing. What that yeah, <laughs> and then you find it out, and you're like, "Oh, time bullets! You nailed it." <laughs> well, that is smart. Thanks for all the karate in this. Now that Christopher Nolan shit, that thing he like brought into the cultural imagination, the like smart action movie where everything's really washed out and like serious like that whole vibe just sucks i hate it because it's not smart if you were to make an action movie make it dumb and campy and weird and just like a good time you know make a fucking jackie chan movie or something but the thing where it's like intellectual because they can curve bullets or so that shit sucks i hate it wanted yeah, I wish you made about wanted. one bullet that goes back in time or something. It's like the brave little toaster, but about a bullet. The brave little bullet. Is yeah. that what it is? I don't know. I don't even. Yeah, know it's pretty much is. what it is. Yeah, it's like Thomas. The no, tank I mean the whole thing is like bullet. It's, got a face it's like it. Thomas the tank engine, but it's a bullet, and he drives around jolly old. 
and it sails into red coats and out of the back of them. Is he, uh, George Carlin's riding on top of it? He's got the little conductor hat. And he's got a little conductor hat. That's right. I don't even need to tell you about the movie because this is what happened. <laughs> anyway, if you liked Inception, you should watch it. You'll love it. It It's like a great... Uh, if you're going to leave something on the background of a bar that there's no way you can hear but just has crazy shit going on the whole time, it's an ideal version of one of those. I will say that. Those Have you guys cool. ever seen The Tenants? The tenants in America that are hard on their luck. No, the movie uh, with um, it based on the Bernard Malamudge book. This is one of my favorite movies when I was sixteen, oddly. Uh, but it it's it's about uh, it's played by Dylan McDermott, the guy from um, Practice or whatever. It's one of those lawyer shows, and Snoop Dogg uh, plays opposite him, and they're like he's a He's a Jewish novelist in the seventies, like living in a building with uh, like a black nationalist guy, and they're like trading, giving each other notes and stuff, and they are fighting over a a love interest, played by Rose Byrne. And you found this at Shakespeare Camp? <laughs> I might as well have. It could be. It's very Shakespearean. Uh, it's a good movie. Have you ever seen Ants? As far as I remember. Oh yeah. yeah. Have you seen Ants? Woody Allen. Yeah. The Woody Allen. CGI. It's ant. a it, it's about an ant who did nothing wrong. <laughs> did you ever see that? <laughs> yeah. Well, I remember ants. That's like came the premise out of the film. The same year. He's hanging out with a little has... larva. <laughs> <laughs> and you find out like that's his larva, and he's still like romantically interested in it. And you're like, what the? He was also <laughs> he was also dating the queen. <laughs> he's the queen's best servant, and then he started. And he's dating and the queen. It's like it's weird you're dating the queen. <laughs> but, Ants don't uh, get hung up on stuff like that, man. I guess they can't. They don't have enough dimension for it. They can't. Um, <laughs> that came out the same year as A Bug's Life. I remember. Yeah, it was and back when. Like, if not the same. There used to be two movies every summer. They were just the same movie. Right. They just competed. Yeah. Yeah. What else was there? It was Ed TV it, and Truman Show. Deep Impact and uh, Armageddon. 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 Apocalyptico. I did start watching. You guys ever see Passion of the Christ? No. I've never seen it. I'm too scared of Christ. It it is scary. I will tell you. It. uh, My girlfriend wanted to watch it. We're like looking for a Christmas movie, and everything I suggested, like uh, Rudolph Redneck's Reindeer. She's like, no, no, and (laughs) she just wanted to watch this because she's um, a big history head. Uh, Naomi's like kind of messed up, man. <laughs> her favorite, her favorite movie when she was like eleven was Saving Private Ryan, which is like that makes I way guess, more sense than watching Passion of the Christ or Christmas to me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess I'm being like uh, gender normative here because I, I mine was too probably, but yeah, um, it's it's unusual that. A little girl would love a war movie, but it's a it's movie just, for your boys. It is more normal than than we think. Um, but it was a. It's such. I've never seen a movie like this because it's a big budget Hollywood movie, but it's done. I gotta say, sometimes reactionaries make great art, and that's frankly what this is. It's it's like the oh, passion yeah. is real. And the, 
They're very libidinal, you know? I mean, they're they're driven yeah, yes. by something. It's just all, like, yeah. emotion or whatever. I watched uh, right. Lethal Weapon a while back for, like, because, uh, you know, everyone is having, the, like, is Die Hard a Christmas movie debate as they want to have around this time of year, right? And then I, so I watched Die Hard because I never really sat down and watched it. And I watched Lethal Weapon because Lethal Weapon is the other Die Hard. It's, like, the it's other Die Hard of yeah. that. It's the ants thing. of Die Hard. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it's also a Christmas movie, which is really weird. Never comes up. It's like, it's fucking Christmas, that movie. It's bizarre. Uh, but also, fucking Mel Gibson. For one thing, he's great in that movie. Like, I know he's horrible and shit, but he's fucking, he plays this, like, lunatic who's a cop who's, like, suicidal and, like, got a death wish and all this crazy shit. And he's very fun to watch because you could tell he loves the role and he wants to play a psycho and he kind of is a psycho. But it's, it's, it's real fun to watch, but it's really bizarre when you think about A Passion of the Christ after that because you're like, he also made that on purpose. Like, he, this is all connected, you know? I haven't seen that movie. Does he make Jesus kind of like a devil may care roguish type? That'd be cool. If Jesus is like, like a psycho, he grabs psycho the nail and he puts it right up to his own hand. He's like, put it in, motherfucker, put it in. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> give me another crown of thorns, <laughs> you bitch. <laughs> so did he direct that too? Did Gibson direct? No, I just really, I, I'm going off completely my own instinct here but to me it seemed like he really likes that character because he played it a bunch of times it doesn't seem like he was like oh no i have to do another lethal weapon movie he made like a million of those movies it's yeah. it seems like he's got a through line with all these like psychos that he plays and then that through line for some reason ends at the crucifixion of christ <laughs> you know <laughs> the original psycho like he took a lot of glee in like the violence <laughs> i think Anders, yeah. I have I have questions about Passion of the Christ because that came out when I was in Catholic school, oh, and yeah. so to defeat George Bush, I couldn't see it because oh. at the time there was a strong culture war involved, and also yeah, it sounded was... scary, and I didn't want to. But um, is mean, it I... like how much of the movie is just him getting crucified? Uh, most of it, yeah. The beginning is just him. Uh, or it's like leading up to him being crucified a lot of it because he gets captured by, I guess, these, um, I don't know what they would be called, but they're they're Jewish, um, but they're kind of like working under the auspices of the Romans. And so a lot of the beginning is finding out what to do with him because he's like declared a heretic by this um, Jewish faction and uh, they bring him to Pontius Pilate and Pontius The Pilate. dangers of factionalism. <laughs> yeah. They, they're just like, no one wants to take responsibility for killing him because he does have a devoted following. And so they're scared about what's going to happen to them. But they also really resent his um, hereticalness because he's claiming to be the son of God. But it, it honestly... Right. It's like if we kidnap the horse whisperer. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's strange because... This is going to be a sound like a kind of out of left field, but it did honestly remind me of our conversation with Bretton Brin about the professional revolutionary. Ooh. Um, because, like, the way okay. it was portrayed by Jim Caviezel and directed by Gibson, it's like, yeah, you believe this guy. He really cares about other people. He really wants to die for everybody's sins. And he tries to cut a deal with Satan 
who's played the scariest part of the movie is Satan, who's literally just an albino guy oh, without man. eyebrows. Wait, Satan's Satan in the is movie? so scary. He's yeah. so scary. That sounds awesome. I'm going to have to watch that. And it's, it, it, dude, it's all in like Aramaic and it has <laughs> subtitles. Like they did the authentic like language. It's, it's amazing. That sounds. Um, it's way more Israeli than Wonder Woman is. I was gonna oh, say, yeah. <laughs> fucking no. This is what they should do for the third movie because they're making another Wonder Woman. They announced it today. The villain should be Mel Gibson as Jesus Christ fighting her <laughs> as revenge for being crucified, <laughs> and uh, and he's like crazy, you know. Yeah, Wonder Woman Year Zero. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. She goes back in time. <laughs> the movie it, starts with her capturing Jesus and then the rest <laughs> is her torturing Jesus. <laughs> but it reminded me of Lenin because it's like, where is the line between uh, like actual, uh, I guess you could say Messiah or just revolutionary and cult leader? Magic. Yes, <laughs> it's but always like, magic. You can make like, fish from out of thin air and stuff. It's crazy. <laughs> But someone like Lenin or Jesus, they are doing what they're doing out of a genuine, you know, um, belief and and confidence in themselves and the people around them. And they're actually trying to accomplish something noble. Um, but couldn't you say the same for like David Koresh? Yeah, I see where you're going with this. So, like, let's look at Jesus as like a vanguard type figure. Right. Well, especially yeah. when you and have- I often do. When you have a singular person who's like, I singularly am the entire vanguard, you have like Jay Posadas, right? You have a guy who just straight up right. turns into a cult leader. So maybe the problem is centralization. Like maybe it needs to be a bunch of different people or maybe this is just an inherent, no matter what you do, it's always going to end up like this kind of problem. I, I like to think that you should at least have 12 apostles. <laughs> and yeah. then maybe they break up the power differential, right? Lieutenants, you who, you who, do come out uh, you do come out with different variances of the same story though, and that does divide party loyalty mm-hmm. among the uh, different uh, Bible chapters. I mean, Jay Posadas had like twelve guys. He had basically had the same thing going on, and uh, it didn't work. He still was. Crazy. It didn't work for him. You're saying he fucked all of them. There's got to be more to it than that. I don't think he fucked the guys. He fucked like the two. He fucked like their wives and stuff. I finished uh, nice. Andy's book a while back uh, that we started for that episode, and it's it's a good read uh, for hey for the holiday season next year. If yeah. you remember, twelve months from now, buy someone Andy Gitlitz's book. Um, I want to believe because it's a good story about Jay Posadas, the alien dolphin right. nuclear communist. Trotsky. If you got if. If you got really horny from Jake telling you that this guy had sex and you want to skip to that part, you got to get this book. You got to get it. So get to the middle. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so back to the passion. Uh, Alex, back did, to the passion. Did people watch it in uh, Catholic school? Is it where your teachers all like, let's go see it? So, I mean, you can't show that movie to children. (laughs) Oh, but you you can't encourage the children to watch it with their parents, but there's going to be pushback. It's so funny that he made a movie that you can't show to children, like, in school. He made, like, an X-rated Christ movie. (laughs) Yeah, it was, like, almost NC-17 for No Christ 17. Yeah. Well, the Uh, thing about it was that, like... From X-rated stands for Christ. It's, like, Christmas. also stands for Christ. It's Christmas. Yeah. 
But the um, thing about uh, it was like it brought so many people out of the woodwork who just didn't see movies ever. But they like I remember that summer, 2004, being in a church basement, and this would have been a Lutheran church in South Dakota, and they had a poster for Passion of the Christ, just like this rural ass uh, town in South Dakota, um, and like they were Protestant, and it was made by a Catholic, so it was just everybody who was Christian was going to see this thing, and people were bringing their I I, I knew people who brought their who who would who parents brought them. Um, well, in capitalism, yeah. really, man, that's what you have to do if you want to make a shit ton of money. Everybody goes about it the wrong way. Everybody goes like, I'm going to be a comedian, right? And I'm going to try to make everyone laugh. I'm going to try to find what right. the common things are. Everyone dates. I'm going to talk about dating. No, no, no. What you have to do is be like the one stand-up comedian that has ever existed from like, you know, fucking uh, some insane country. I, I don't know. Like a... Uh, Azerbaijan the one Azerbaijan guy right because then when you fucking sell your shit you'll get literally everyone from that community to buy you have to be the one stand-up comedian who only does material about the crucifixion of Jesus Christ right yeah <laughs> and then you get all the sections out and they're all going to see your big special and it's just 90 minutes and you get more and more passionate as time goes on Oh, this is related before we get too far off the subject. Um, I said you can't show children Passion of the Christ. I don't think this happened to my wife, but some of my friends uh, around the same time when they were like 13 were tricked into watching Schindler's List. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, They went to like... uh, like Jewish Sunday school, whatever that is, and they were like, like, oh, special meeting. Today we're having a movie night. And uh, well, there's free donuts. And so kids were like, oh, donuts. Yeah. And they were like, shut off the lights. <laughs> Six million. <laughs> wow. God damn. You trade them for staplers. <laughs> God. Yeah. But uh, that's not in a I remember- school, I guess. So maybe. I think that's like a legal thing. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Man. I don't know. Um. Why were we talking about uh, this? Uh, it was. It's a good holiday movie. <laughs> because we <laughs> want to encourage people to watch it. Because well. <laughs> Andrews thought it was a good movie. No, that sounds awesome. I'm totally going to watch that. That sounds weird as fuck. It's, I've never seen anything like it. It's just like, because it's not, it makes no attempt to be sort of relatable to an American audience. And yet that, you know, it's for america really um and that was like before that was like the gibson peak you know like there's some uh suspicion that this was anti-semitic because of the way he portrayed uh that (laughs) certain but as naomi explained she was like well that was one faction and there are other factions i mean jesus was jewish so i mean i'm not i hear he was king of the jews he was yeah uh, but Go that off, there man. was something to it uh, as Go to off, these like kind of conniving, like uh, cynical um, people who I mean, they I'm sure they believed what they were doing, too. So but uh, that was kind of the start of it. And then he did the uh, the he got pulled over drunk. Right. And he was started talking about how the Jews had started all the wars. 
and shit like that. And I was like, All right, right which is a bold move to get out of a ticket, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because you're really trying to spin it the other way. They're like, why are you drunk? You're like, you want to talk about me? Let's talk about the industry, pal. Let's talk pig picture for a minute. Put the put the gun down. <laughs> Did you guys ever see the the tape of our pal J Mac uh, getting arrested, John McAfee? Okay, I was like, oh J Mac. J Mac. He gets pulled yeah, over. He gets pulled over, and uh, this is, I guess, when he's still uh, there's still a warrant out for his arrest, and he comes back to the U.S. from like Europe or wherever. And he gets pulled over and he's like, um, my name's John McAfee. You've probably read about me. <laughs> and, the, <laughs> and the cops just like, uh, no, I, I don't think I have. It's like, well, that, that's surprising. Uh, you maybe on the news. My friends call me James. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's our Christ. You know, you, we never know. You know, yeah. I wonder, honestly, if what Jesus was like, I mean, he could have been an asshole, right? He could no. have just no. I mean, he Jesus? could have done good stuff and been an egomaniac. I don't know about all that. We're talking about a man who has unlimited bread. Yeah. Well, he's like a yeah, human but... Olive Garden. Yeah, he's like whenever you're with him, you're family. <laughs> <laughs> How can that be a bad guy? But see, I don't think that like. Most Christians believe that he had powers, right? You I know, mean, a the, lot do. No, I do like, think that most Christians do believe that, but go on. I don't know. <laughs> you know, you, everyone, it's, it's split. Like, I know people say that all the time because I used to be like an annoying atheist when I was younger, you know, and I, I think especially I still had a little bit of that on me when I moved up here to the Northeast. And I'd talk about it sometimes and people would be like, well, no, like no one actually believes that. Like it's stupid when people when when Ricky Gervais makes fun of Christians because it's like, well, no one actually believes that. But no, you should go to Texas sometime and you'll meet somebody who's like, I literally believe. Like, right? There are there are a lot of people who do. That's true. If but you there, don't I think- believe he's magic, there's no reason to follow through the the other stuff. Isn't like scientific. It's all based <laughs> on the fact that he can kill you or send you to hell or whatever. <laughs> Well, I mean, I think he was a religious leader. You know, he was like, he believed in the, the cause. He was like Lenin. Yeah, uh, he was Lenin, as he, we established. <laughs> dropping yeah. Jesus like Lenin for the third time this episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Andrews with his agenda, his New York agenda. That's right. I mean, yeah, he was. Who is to be forgiven? I think he was real, and I guess. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, tickled me. I don't know. <laughs> but he's certainly like. I guess the fact that you got twelve guys to all still like loved him after the fact. Uh, yeah, do you uh, have twelve like good friends? I mean, that's no. a lot of friends. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think I could get twelve of my friends to like write a book about all the shit I did. Um, no, none I think that... nonetheless, like twelve different books, <laughs> <laughs> all competing to the best Anders book in That'd, a row. This would be a good bit if you had to do stand up at like a church for like a you know like a corporate gig where you make like a million dollars, but it's the worst assignment of all time. Be like, this guy had he got twelve friends to follow him around. I can't even get twelve friends to agree to a Zoom chat. You know what I'm saying, folks? Oh, and they're just yes. Hollering yes. and laughing and falling in the right. down in the pews and stuff and fanning themselves. <laughs> you know you're killing in a church when people are fanning themselves. 
Yeah, because they get so hot from all the laughing. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> or for being um, promiscuous. You ever hear the oh, expression yeah. sweating like a sex worker in church? Yes, yeah, sweating like a we sex worker it. in church. Uh-huh. That's the what they say. Old saying we all know. That's, uh, I believe, Charlotte Clymer recently was um, speaking about the Lord and Savior and talking about how he was a uh, Jewish socialist who hangs out with sex workers. Um, uh uh-huh. All the things she definitely loves. Okay. That's socialism. Uh, but it's funny. Yeah, he can be reclaimed by anybody. So, you know, why? Yeah. We've My point is he was magic. And don't defy him, because he can he'll he'll make you pay. Well, he's you also son of a bitch. He's also Goku. The guy who plays Goku died this week. Alex, the, the ocean dub. You confused me. I thought Sean Shemmel died. Oh, I didn't know there was like a million Gokus. There's several Gokus. I was I checked his Twitter. I follow him on Twitter, and I was like Sean. No, no, no he was. He's I, fine. I thought he was. I just thought it was timely because I guess I guess he died a month ago, but they're still tweeting about it. I thought he died on Christmas, and I was like, oh my god, it's like a Christ. The kids are gonna bring him back with the Dragon Balls, and it's like a one to one metaphor. How has no one ever thought of that before? You know, yeah, it does seem like if Goku was gonna die, it would be like on Christmas or some <laughs> bullshit. He's always on the nose. There's no subtlety about Goku. But is Goku Goku a, is how you make an action movie. Is Goku a Christ figure though? Do you think? Yeah, he's always dying for your sins constantly. <laughs> Except with the big perspective, it's pretty obvious they're just his sins and actually nobody else's sins, but he is dying <laughs> a lot. Yeah. And he comes yeah. back changed. And he's also well, a Lenin guy, right? Yeah, he's very. He really believes in fighting. I get. He's not really a Lenin guy. I think that might be a bridge too far. Yeah. <laughs> I think he. I mean, they're going to need to do some sort of like Dragon Ball Z like thing for Christianity to get the the Zoomers engaged in it because you, you're not going to win them over with Bible verses at this point. I think it's got to be action packed, sort of like little TikToks about Christ. Is there doing magic? Alex, is there Christian anime? New tablets, new tablets out. It turns out Jesus, he killed people and it kicked ass the way he did it. Yeah. <laughs> he yeah, kicked he, them through yeah. a mountain. <laughs> I'm reading. Uh, I'm looking at Charlotte's tweet now and she's saying that Jesus was advocated universal health care, uh, which I guess to her meant like back then he wanted everybody to sign up for like some Sanskrit Obamacare exchange that would be like doled out he, on like a huge tablet is she attacking jesus she hates like healthcare and shit she, right yeah she hates well going but to that's the a th- universal health care to doctor. them still means private plans oh yeah like notice she didn't say uh government run uh. health care free health care well, that's pissing me off a little bit but back <laughs> to the christian anime i don't think it's been tapped jake the Ah, <laughs> they'll do <laughs> they'll that? do anime sometimes. That's like a like we did a whole thing on Balling Out where they they made an anime that's about uh Karl Marx. Yeah, that yeah. both of you were on individually where they'll like tackle specific subjects. So I'm sure there's one like about Jesus, but I don't think there there hasn't been one crafted and made by Jesus camp teachers. Well, but teach. Okay. Apostles. No, I. This is what I was saying earlier. You got a corner of market, baby. We should make it. 
We should make Christian should. anime and make a fucking bazillion, a fucking bungload of dollars, you know? Honestly, yeah, because, like, there's no reason that it can't be... Now that, like, young teens aren't little atheist shits, there's no reason we can't use that to radicalize them. I think it's a good idea. It's just that I have very little faith in uh, me, Anders, and Jake's ability to make a good anime, (laughs) whether it is Christian or not. None of us make any anime. (laughs) I can barely write. (laughs) Well, you can draw it. And Anderson, <laughs> no, that's write what I'm it, saying. And then I'll do the voice of Jibe. Hey guys, I'm Jesus. Oh, oh that sounds no. <laughs> Mary. Ta- <laughs> I'm going to get in trouble with Mary if I don't get back from my training in time. <laughs> I mean, it's got to have some new incarnation because they've been riding the like emo sort of pop punk wave for so long, like Christians. Um, to sort of indoctrinate that way. Well, um, Christian, yeah, it's, Christians will, will. They're sneaky. They'll figure out what the kids are into. They don't try with adults yeah. as much because they, they, they try to get people young when their brains are still malleable. So they'll. The thing that would happen to me a lot of the time growing up was that you'd get invited to a, like a punk show and you'd think like yeah. I'm gonna go see Melt Banana or fucking some crazy shit. And then you'd show up, and it was like Bless Fest 2000 or something, and it's like you yep. know a ska band. Or so, but that was my time when I was a youth, right? I would imagine now they're trying to co-opt like the deep fried memes and stuff, and like, uh, oh, it's it's that boy, the son of God, you know, here he comes, he's a gecko riding a unicycle or something. <laughs> Epic, Jesus. If you really are the son of the lamb, why don't you stop praying and drink this beer? <laughs> oh, no. I'm feeling conflicted. That's right. I, whenever I feel conflicted, <laughs> I remember uh, John 317. And then he reads some shit. He remembers books that haven't been made yet. <laughs> <laughs> no! <laughs> <laughs> anime is about passion and that's why it is a good fit for jesus we should let's if you have uh, the ability to make this right in we're gonna we want to get in touch with you we want to make a lot of cash Cash. 2021 is the year of cash actually people are funnier if the guy tempts him with like a beer and then he's just like ko can attack and he just like kills the (laughs) shit out of him it rips his heart out of his chest. <laughs> yeah. a There's a fun uh, turning around. point in Dragon Ball where they uh, decide that it's actually not realistic anymore because the violence gets too gross. <laughs> <laughs> they start like ripping people's hearts out one time. They're like, actually, that, that we don't do that anymore. <laughs> Just beams now. <laughs> it's, it's a show for kids. Yeah. Yeah. BBG. I'm playing the Kakarot DBZ. video game. It's pretty fun. What I've heard that? that's the Kakarot? best way to experience the story, the greatest story ever told. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty fun. It's like playing the TV show. It's a role-playing game where you play as Goku Anders. I, Interesting. Oh, really? You get to play as a DBZ guy. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. they let you hop straight into the pilot seat. You want to give it a ride? Do you get to do it with the Oculus glasses? That's what I want to get. No, I, mean, I don't if you, think so. 
No. You could just put those on and then do it. Well, I don't have them. Right. Maybe you can. I don't know. I bought a video. I know I bought another video game that somebody told me, oh, yeah, it's like the game is for that. I got the hmm. Star Wars like squadron game where you're like an X-Wing fighter. And then somebody told me, yeah, you're supposed to do that in VR. It's like it sucks if you don't have it. I don't have it, though. Really? Jesus, I mean, you've turned off your targeting reticle. I'm thinking of investing <laughs> in it, possibly, but they don't. Yeah, it seems like they don't have that many games. This is one of them, apparently. But like I was looking at the football games because my fantasy has always been to like live my dream which is to be an nfl quarterback and like actually take snaps and feel like i'm in a game professional game but the you, it's a very been sitting crude... on this one i've never heard you mention this before <laughs> oh yeah it's my number one fantasy that i've always wanted to do but uh the the thing is though they the game sucks that's the, the only like football ones they have it's just like very crude drawings of like another guy who you kind of throw it to and it's not like actually taking snaps and calling it's plays. not pov is your your complaint you wish madden was like you were in I, it yeah like madden that you're in it because now with madden basically all you do is just like um is uh like press which receiver you throw it to that's the only like skill of the game is decision making but you have actually like accuracy and movement would uh, be for like a virtual reality thing. That is my dream to play one of those games and get a workout that way. Why don't you just anyway. play football then? Uh, because I suck. <laughs> I guess. Why don't you just play football with other people that suck at football? Yeah, you just play with comedians and then not trip on anybody. It could make it happen. Will, my hands are too small for me to really be a good quarterback, though. Unfortunately, I did. I live right by a high school. Oh. And they have a football. Flex. Reminds me of another orange man I know. Small <laughs> hands. Who's also a Christ figure. He died this oh, winter yes. for us. He's also. And he's giving us $2,000. $2,000. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Shout out to him for that, by the way. He didn't have to do that. Donald Trump, Trump. president of the week. Is there a weird Christian? He didn't have to do that. Like, and I kind of don't think he will. <laughs> no, he's just doing it because he knows it's pissing off. Nancy Pelosi or something, but uh, I mean, it would be pretty funny if he does pull it off. But um, is there like, is there, there's got to be like weird Christian art of him being crucified, right? Absolutely, Trump being crucified. Yeah, he's a stand-in Ooh. for Christ with like a suit and stuff. Yeah, I've never been more confident of anything in my <laughs> life than that this exists. Oh, look up. <laughs> Trump. There's a lot Everyone of, like, silently Googled Trump crucified. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Yeah, there's a lot to work with oh, here. But they yeah, all seem like satirical. <laughs> there's also a bunch oh. against where he's he's the be- he's the centurion. There's one where he's self crucifying. Well, that's interesting. Yeah, how's anyone right. pull that? Oh, there's off? one where he's up on a McDonald's. That's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that rules. That'd be so cool if like that happened, and then there's like a new cult of people who wear like a McDonald's arches around their neck. It's in gold. <laughs> yeah. Also, like the whole process of him slowly dying on a McDonald's sign would be. You wouldn't need to make movies after that. I mean, that's all I need. What do we think his next moves are? He's going to get crucified on a McDonald's sign. 
<laughs> yeah. Possible. Not unlikely. Uh, do you think he's going to do because I remember in 2016 the big thing was like oh he's just doing this to make his own TV network because he's a TV guy that doesn't seem unlikely to me that he does that I mean I think he does that but he also is going to just try to sue about how he is actually the president until he dies now because he has the brain a baby has and (laughs) is going to get stuck on this that's my guess I mean, we'll find out in, again? in like in cl- uh, less than a month because his yeah, but we gotta get in on, on this, the predictions economy. I know, but I'm what I'm getting at is, is it, we're gonna find out on my birthday. Did you know that? It's <gasps> oh yeah, inauguration day is my birthday. My thirtieth birthday was when he got sworn in. It was awesome. Everyone got wow. so fucking drunk. <laughs> it was like <laughs> the craziest night ever in Williamsburg. It was crazy. Oh, you know what I bet he's going to do? Is skip the inauguration. I bet I, he's probably not going to go. He's probably going to get high. But in the parking lot. but across the street um I guess in Lafayette Park do a ceremony where he he walks up and like <laughs> hangs himself on a cross not hangs himself but like he, he he's like standing uh, yeah. beneath a giant cross and like acts like he's being crucified that'd be awesome you really do think he's gonna get crucified anders you think that's gonna happen <laughs> <laughs> i mean it's a good punishment it's a good way to <laughs> make an example and kill somebody you know it kind of got the whole thing got you know uh reconceived because of one guy right it was a it was, a, you know, solid way to 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 take out a a uh, yeah. It really yeah. Uh, misunderstood. It really his own time. scratched out a fool. Yeah, history doesn't repeat okay. itself, but it rhymes. You know, there you it go. It rhymes. That's right. That's how we got Jar Jar Binks as president. Am I right? Am I right? <laughs> Am I right? That's what George Lucas said. Now we got Jar Jar Binks as a president. Yeah. All right. Well. This is a good podcast. Well, this is probably <laughs> the, the best, best one we've ever, ever done. done. Yeah. My mom yeah. has bean burritos downstairs that I'm going to eat. Yeah. Ooh. There's mm. enough. We said enough weird stuff where people get mad at us and it's a sort of unintentionally slash intentionally de facto advertise the show for us. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. If you're a Trotskyist, please uh, inveigh against me for um, sort of glamorizing the popular front in the new deal right also for saying lenin is jesus and that mm-hmm. also they're goku i'm pretty sure somebody will be mm-hmm. mad that i said softball is the lesbian sport because i'm not 100 percent that that's it but there's one that's like i it. think it's rugby I don't it's, think it's not rugby. field hockey field hockey is the most lesbian sport i could think of i can't believe that got shut down my I... mom used to play field hockey you heard what i said well yeah, okay well, that's why she's married. Your mom to you. and dad met on lesbians chat. <laughs> yeah. We already got together. They established that your dad's a lesbian, so it makes sense that he's married to a lesbian. I guess so. I be, people, I had a, I had a friend growing up who was like, "I thought your mom was a lesbian because she's really nice." Which I don't think makes <laughs> the fuck any sense. But at the time, it was like, "Oh, okay, that's the thing." Oh yeah, yeah, I get that a lot. Because <laughs> yeah, of how nice type is usually the opposite, right? I think so. Well, let's not guess around anymore. Uh, <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> Thank you for listening, everyone. You, I hope you have a good new year. And uh, this this one's in the dumpster because it's a dumpster fire. Oh, this yes, year's been—it's such a—it's like a fucking fire that's in a dumpster. It's <laughs> oh, it's full of garbage people. And uh, oh, why does this, sm- this fire smell like shit? You want to know something? Oh, and I. Uh-huh. I was I've been doing Duolingo and I looked at there's a little page on Duolingo where they just have like updates and stuff <clears throat> and they do like a year end wrap up and they're like guess what the most common translated phrase of 2020 was and there's a little oh, no. Duolingo illustration of a dumpster on fire it's like man all in all languages this hack shit is happening you can't stop uh, it. across the world cringe spreading <laughs> from one coast to the next yeah <laughs> if you're my my one i have a follower on twitter you know who you are i'm not gonna name him but he constantly replies to my tweets and just he'll make it about every, just random stuff and he tweets a gif of a dumpster on fire and he just keeps doing it yeah he's you like obsessed stop with that that's a million year old joke that's harassment of anders and that is not okay I've seen a real, precious. I've seen multiple real fires and dumpsters in my life. Actually, That's if you all, saw them, you wouldn't joke about it because it's not funny. Yeah, That's a raccoon yeah. lives in there. It's very sad. Yeah, there's, there could be a raccoon in there. All right, it could spread and cause property damage. Anyway, that's a podcast. I think it might be our last one of the year. I'm not sure. Maybe we'll put one out for New Year's. But if uh, if not, hey, it was great having this one-sided relationship with all of you yet another year thank you for keeping the lights on around here ha 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 i did a joke about how we're <laughs> podcasting in the dark that's right all right happy new year everybody where am i patreon. happy new decade patreon.com slash America merch in the in the show notes why you mad Balling out super redacted tonight. Uh, uh, at Feral Jokes, at Patak Jokes, at Anders Lee here. That's all I Oh, shit. thank you. Uh, thank you, Tom Hathaway, for the nice notes. On, uh, he sent us a message. Thank you. And thank you to Charlotte Clymer. Oh, yeah. yeah. We got Drew. Our other biggest fan. And thank you for Charlotte defending Clymer. Israel. And thank you to Mel Gibson. All right. (laughs) This is a podcast. All right. It's finished. It's finished. It's finished.